Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. What's happening? Uh, weirdos, you know who you are, and this is me. I know who I am, and we know who each other is. So that, that was the worst way to begin ever. I'd like to actually open by plugging somebody else. June 2nd, Carnegie Hall is going to be Mike Birbiglia. We're not, no, no money has changed hands. I'm just plugging my friend Mike Birbiglia, New York City at Carnegie Hall, which is huge. It's the final time I saw his show when I was in Australia. It's fantastic. It's called My, uh, my Boyfriend's Girlfriend. No, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. That would be a different show. That's his next show. Sorry, I fucked that up. It doesn't matter. Go see it. June 2nd, Carnegie Hall, Mike Birbiglia. They're filming it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and also on May 22nd, my special Nice Try the Devil premieres on Comedy Central and two days later will be available on, uh, on DVD. And uh, that's a CD-DVD combo. Here are the tour dates. We'll get them out of the way real quick before this wonderful live episode. Cleveland, I'm going to be there on 516, May 16th at the Grog Shop for one night. Uh, Washington, D.C. on May 22nd at the 930 Club. Uh, Philly, Helium, May 23rd through the 25th. Bloomington, Indiana for uh, the Limestone Comedy Festival. That's going to be June 7th through the 8th with uh, Doug Benson. Going back to Portland at the Aladdin Theater for one night, 628. That's June 28th. Sorry, these are as numbers, obviously. And then uh, going back to Seattle uh, for June 29th at the Neptune Theater for one night as well. Those are going to be great shows. I hope we can make it out. The sponsor is Amazon. Super easy. If you want to pre-order my album, do it through Amazon. That's double, double awesome for me. But uh, click on the banner, shop like you normally would. A portion of the proceeds go to support this podcast, and we always appreciate that very, very much. Is that it? Is that all I've been saying? Katie's in the room this time. Said the special. Plug Berbiglia. Thanks for coming out to the live show. That's a good thing to say. It was an awesome audience in Austin. Really great crowd. Moshe Kasher guest hosting with me. Super, super fun. So enjoy, please, and I'll see you later. I've never said I'll see you later. Felt weird. Talk to you later. Talk at you later. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, just a uh, not safe for uh, work warning here, not to do a spoiler here, but when Dom Herrera comes on, a uh, very funny guy, he does say some offensive shit, some race, racial stuff that is offensive. Uh, I believe that was the point. It's, it's a bit of a, of a shock, I suppose. Um, I just want to tell you that in case you're listening to uh, this with your sensitive loved ones or if you're sensitive yourself or if for some reason you're playing this in your bar as you clean up and there's a couple people there and you don't think that appreciate pretty much the worst things you can say. So uh, you can listen up to Dom publicly, but at that point you might want to jump 10, 15 minutes ahead uh, because, uh, yeah. Gets a little, it gets a little uh, uncomfortable. Okay? Never done a warning before. There's a warning. He's very... Enjoy. You'll see. Call, call it yourself. Enjoy. Please put your hands together for your host, the weirdo-in-chief. It's Pete Holmes! Hi! Hello! Oh, they're all on. Hello, everybody. How are you? Don't, don't be afraid. This has been painted bright green that I won't fall off the... Who did that? Frazier? Is Frazier here tonight? I've been drinking coffee, which I never do. <laughs> oh, no. It's really going to be trouble. It's so weird. How do you guys drink Red Bull and all that stuff? I mean, like, honestly, is anybody on the bull right now? That's what they... 
Is anybody hopping up on that bowl? Are you on the bowl? What is your name, you tiny peanut? You drank the whole can? It's the size of your leg. You're like two Red Bull cans. See, I got a rapid fire. I'm really having a stroke right now. What is, what is your name? Jamie? Okay. All right. No comment. Okay, he's laughing. I dated a Jamie once, and that's... Well, you, they're lovely. I love a good Jamie. Boy or girl, I'll have sex with either. Don't, don't be weird, everybody. Uh, everybody loves being bi some of the time. I'm just kidding. Look, if you get in a wrestling match and just clothes starts coming off. I heard a story about that with Tom Cruise. Anyway, Jamie, that sounded like just like a, a stock thing, but I really did. Uh, the wrestling and just rock hard, and then they were like, all right, good game, and nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good to be here, Jamie. Um, what is your deal? What, what, are you a fan of the show, or are you brought here? That was the longest consideration. Which probably means you're like, Jesus Christ, I don't want him to keep talking. I'm a fan. End this. I enjoy the show. End it. Go back to talking about Frasier. Kelsey Grammer. That's a good name. Anybody named Kelsey here? That's a lady's name. That's also like a Jamie. It could go either way. Is there any lady here named Andy? Like in the cartoon strip Foxtrot? Remember Foxtrot? That guy had an iguana. Does anybody remember the name of the iguana? Quincy. Come on, guys. I can't... I'd like to point out that I only let you guess to give me a second to think about what it might be. Ooh, not feeling it, T-shirt. Good for you. Does the chicken give you strength, sir? Are you or sir? Yes. It honestly gives me fucking strength all the time. I think about it all the time. Not feeling this. It helps. So good for you. What is your name, chicken? Tom, good name, has tools, knows, never leaves his signal on. You know what I mean? That's something you'll never hear. Tom, your signal's on. Tom knows. Shut up, Cheryl. Cheryl's a bitch. Cheryl's in the back, and they're dating. Shut the fuck up, Cheryl. Does this make sense? I love telling girls that I date that I could kill them. Is that funny? I find that only you laugh. Only you laugh. I've tried that on stage before, and some of the girls... You just, like, clenched your jacket and grabbed your bag. I'm not a threatening person, but I like... I always date girls that are smaller. That would be great if I could find one. This is her. And, you know, she's like a magical... I was going to say Bertha. Too obvious. This is Bertha. Come on. Do better. But, you know, it'd be great to date a gigantic woman and just heave coconuts at her and, you know, just race her. And she lumbers. She's always lumbering around. We get married and she lumbers down the aisle. I'd love to lump, co-lumber with somebody. Uh, if I was in the crowd and someone said, I'd love to co-lumber with somebody, I'd be like, this is it. And I would be like, we made the right choice. But I always say girls that are smaller than me because girls are small and they're smaller than me and I'm big. And uh, I just think it's very funny in an intimate moment, like you've just made love or whatever. <laughs> You've made love. I just love to, in a tender moment where you're supposed to say, you're my everything. I like to go, unarmed, I could destroy you. (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's fucking funny. I'm not asking. I believe that you believe it's funny, but the girls usually find it funny. Sometimes it goes sideways. But I just think it's so weird. It's like, you could stop me for a short time, but I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Because you're loving, you're like holding each other. If you're not laughing, you're not picturing it right. You know what I mean? Like we're, embra- like we're entwined. I, I try and move my arm, but I realize it's her arm. That's how intimate it is. And then I go, oh, I could definitely crush your head in my palm. See, one too many. Now you're thinking about that time that that actually happened, which was never. 
Are there any um, questions before we start? Jamie? Uh, what do you do, Jamie? Also paused. You're a big... And laughed really kind of weird, and I like that a lot about you. All right. Any vegetarians here? I just want to know that. Good. Because it's awesome. <laughs> he already raised his hand. He's like, he's not lying. Good for you. Uh, moral or dietary? A little both. Started with the dietary, and then you just kind of took on the ethical benefits. And those poor birds. Those poor fucking birds. Here's why I bring it up. Uh, ethically, I believe you're right. I think that's indefensible. I think you're correct. They're sentient beings. They, they prefer to live, and we just think they're delicious, so fuck them. That's weird. Don't get me wrong. All I'm going to do the whole time I'm here is eat your delicious meats. And that sounds so weird. And what if I just flick the lights off? I'm only here to eat your delicious meats. He came out in an open robe and said he was going to devour our meats. Your memory changed it to devour? He said devour. <laughs> you made it funnier? Good for you. Good for you talking to that police officer. So devouring meats. And uh, I was thinking about it. Dogs and uh, pigs, right? We eat. Uh, which one do we eat? I'm kidding. <laughs> We eat pigs, we don't eat dogs, but I recently read that uh, pigs are, are smarter than dogs. Did you know that? Smarter than dogs. Why then? I've been thinking about it. It's hooves. Hooves. The evil feet. Are you listening? If you have hooves, fuck you. Fuck you and your hooves. Picture a dog with hooves. You'd eat that shit. You'd celebrate as I threw it on the grill, alive. Thanks for killing that demon. Now picture a fucking pig with paws. No fucking way. With cute little paws batting its string. Let that friend in the house go on a hilarious road trip with that pig. Put him in the car seat and don't pay a toll the whole way. Look at this guy, he's got paws. Let him through! In this country, in this country... It's a departed reverence. <laughs> if you have hooves, you're either breakfast or the devil. That's how it works. That's what I thought about today. We got a great show. I wasn't going to make fun of you. You were shaking your foot. I would never make fun of that. A little nervous energy, a little coughing. I understand. Okay, if there are no questions, we'll start. We have a wonderful show. It's great to be here. Good night, everybody. I'm just kidding. Thank you for coming. And what we're going to do is what we always do on the live episodes is I'm going to walk right over there and then we're going to play the theme song and then when it says with Pete Holmes, I'll come back out. This is a secret trick I figured out to get two welcoming applauses. <laughs> wow, you're like, well, then we're not going to do it. Uh, uh, but okay, so that's what we're going to do. So play the theme song and I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Hello, hello, everybody. I'm going to move that there. I'm very excited. I, Reggie Watts is actually here. Is anybody going to go see Reggie? Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. We were on the same plane, and uh, it was very exciting to see him. I was going to try and get him play uh, the theme song, because Reggie does our theme song. I don't know if anybody knew that. 
One, one single clap. Way to go, Reggie. That shit's in my goddamn head all week. Uh, but I, Reggie, I don't know if you know what Reggie looks like, but he's got a gigantic afro. Just unkempt was made for his haircut. <laughs> really, really unkempt. So in, in the airport, I love to run up to him and hug him uh, because I'm excited to see him and also just to calm everyone else down. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to say that, but if he was on stage, he'd be like, I get it. I don't know if it's his shoes, but something explodes. Uh, well, I'm very excited. I, I've, we've been doing this for the live ones lately because I like to mix it up and uh, because we had dinner together and I was like, I think that would be fun uh, to uh, have a co-host for this show who will sit here. Who will sit here, do you understand? Yeah, don't? Moshe Kasher, everybody. Moshe Kasher is here to be my lovely co-host. Hello, friend. Hello, Peter. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Are you a little too... How are you guys? Are you a little too stage left? You think? You think we need to scoot down? Yeah, scoot forward. For the listeners, there's some really cool space work that's happening right now. We're going to do the whole set in mime. Look at you. Hi. You look like you're in the one flew over the cuckoo's nest hospital. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm working on a character I call a hipster dock worker. Just an old union guy working down at the marina, getting out pallets of banjos and Lumineer CDs to the people. Ah, they need it. We got to get these hypercolor shirts down to the down to the fucking Bedford stop. I would love a hypercolor shirt. Yeah, you would. What does that even mean? Is there a stereotype <laughs> exactly. for people who love shirts that change color magically? I was. Uh, yeah, I mean, is that hip again? No, they don't exist. That's why it would be so great. They all just permanently change to whatever their second color was. Right. Every black t-shirt anymore. you've ever seen is actually just a very old hypercolor t-shirt. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And I know you guys joking, laughed like it was a right. joke. Some of the people who are in the crowd wearing hypercolor shirts, they're not aware of it. Right. They're just like, it's my hot pink shirt. You don't know the metamorphosis that your clothing went through back in the 80s. It's funny. Someday someone's grandfather will say, when I was a boy, we had t-shirts that changed colors. Why is he Japanese and black? (laughs) We had a Japanese and then it kind of merged into, you want some gumbo? Oh, wow. I like how you chose the two most racist possible accents for both races. I know. Go, 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 go. Say, Jack, you get on back now. (laughs) (laughs) Because I trust you. I love it. I believe anything I bring up will find something. That's like Robin Williams era, black guy. And then the black guy's all like, Oh, you Jack, what you wearing there? (laughs) That is a great character. I just do Robin Williams and you do the voices. And then I walk in and the sassy gay guys are all like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and I walk in and prison cleans all. I did not have, I don't know, I can't No, do you knew it! <laughs> I, I, did, I did not, you gotta quiver I, I, a little bit I, more. I, I did not have. I feel your pain. I, I don't know. Pain. 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 I put the Oh, a pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a Japanese president. <laughs> Japanese president. Somebody just told me that ah so means I see in Japanese. Ah so. <laughs> Razor. Uh, <laughs> Razor accuracy. <laughs> more like that was Gillette. That's that, so razor. That, that was more like racist accuracy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mispronounced racist. Lacist. Speaking of getting. <laughs> 
I have a feeling in one hour we're going to want to be racist again. <laughs> That's a thinker. That is a thinker. It's about Chinese food. Oh. You eat it, and then an hour later. Well, it's actually racist to conflate Japan with China. They're two separate yep. cultures. You know, and India, they're also Asian. Ah, so. <laughs> uh, Moshe, you, you, were, <laughs> you texted this to me, and I laughed out loud in my hotel for about 10 minutes. You didn't think it was funny at all, but you were billed inappropriately. Oh, the show tonight had uh, featured, not, not the one that I'm on now, the one that I was scheduled for next door, featured comedian, what was it? M- Maz Kose? No, 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 no. It was Moshi Koshi. <laughs> you sound like some fucking green tea ice cream dumplings. Uh, Moshi, that's how they answer the phone in Japan. Moshi Koshi. <laughs> Moshi Koshi. It's me, Giovanni oh. Mabisi. I got to take some photographs so my uber hot wife stays and falls in love with an old guy. Oh, he- uh, hello. Uh, I am a president of a Moshi Koshi ice cream. <laughs> I only want to do that voice forever. <laughs> oh, it's so offensive. But you were billed as Moshi Koshi. Well, that's nothing. Last weekend, I was at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and I was at, which was in Portland, Oregon. Would you like is, to plug any other festivals? Yeah, I generally plug festivals in the past. So if you get a chance, go back to last weekend in a DeLorean and check out what was just a wonderful time. Uh, That's what you use the fucking DeLorean for. <laughs> just to, this I just, is a show I could see next week, but I'm seeing it last week. What can I say? I'm just a comedy nerd. <laughs> So I was at a strip club, because that's what you do in Portland. Yeah. Everybody was there. I wasn't creepy. Um, and uh, I, I, I wasn't I was with I was with my girlfriend, even. And I think that made it a little creepier. It's a little weirder for me. No, I was fucking her over this. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. So you can both watch. So the strippers dancing, and it was like 4 o'clock, and this is how strippers dance. And it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, and she stops dancing and looks at me, and she goes, excuse me. Are you Moisey Kaiser? And I was like, kind of. <laughs> and she said, you're my favorite contemporary comedian. <laughs> Moisey Kaiser? Yeah, and you know, and you, always, you always think the stripper likes you special, but I think this one really did. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, we just reveal she got the name from a bulletin board behind you. <laughs> If you're clapping, we're friends forever. <laughs> Moshe, I feel like uh, you're going to be here the whole show. Yeah, let's just... Do you want to just bring up the first Get person? on with it. Yeah, Yeah, I really like your, your moves. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> it also reminds me of... <laughs> All right. Oh, that old Jim. <laughs> that is my answer to the last time the hardest you've ever laughed was you... <laughs> That doing was. the kamikaze pilot. <laughs> There's something about the abandon that he knows he's going to die, but he's like, I'm also going to shoot while I go. And that happened. Okay. <laughs> he was shooting people. Uh, all right. Uh, this, our, our, you know, you're the co-host. I'm not saying you're not the first guest. Oh, I'm the co-host. What are you drinking? Oh, you were talking about Red Bull? I'm drinking Red Line. Red Lion? Which has multiple medical warnings on it. And it says, 
Uh, there's a there's what they call a drink regulation gauge on the side, <laughs> where it shows you wh- how much to drink. You're supposed to only drink half, and then again, it reminds you at the bottom: drink half bottle only. Oh, but that doesn't come until the bottom of the bottle. So by that point, it's too fucking late. You're already redlined. <laughs> the name of the drink is some bad area that yeah. you don't want to get into. How about make the drink half as big? Who's planning their day around when they have half of I don't know, Pete! I am concerned for you. Would you stop drinking this? Yeah, all right. They had orcs mine for some of the ingredients. No problem. I'll put that down. (laughs) What is this? 2013 (laughs) Mad Men? Hey, Peggy, get me another Red Bull. Get me an electronic cigarette and post-haste. I need a Roomba in here. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Post-haste. Yeah, it was old-timey and new-timey. All I want to do is riff all day. I need a Tom Collins post-haste. People love Tom Collins. Sure. Doesn't he sing? It's not unusual. That's Tom Jones, man. Tom Jonesy, same drink, ordered at the bar. They know what you mean. Go, let me get it to not unusual, and they'll, they'll escort you out with a red line. I like your pants. They look like they used to hold oats. <laughs> it's always funny to me when people that don't know how to dress make fun of the way I dress. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like being at a spelling bee and a retarded kid's like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah, dude, I'm just doing it at a different level than you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Wow. You just took a real U-turn with this crowd. It's not working. Why isn't my electronic cigarette working? I don't know. I think it's working just fine. All right. Our first guest and I went to the same high school. Did you know that? I did from when we discussed it earlier. You know, there's a little bit of showmanship. Okay, let's try it again. I'm sorry. We, We reheat things. That's called reheating it. Let's try it again. Sorry. So Moshe... I like your pants. They look like they once held oats. You know, you should. Oh, I went use... back too far. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> David Angelo. You don't know him, or do you? You're going to love him. You David can't... Angelo! <laughs> that was the worst intro. <laughs> that was the worst the intro. Next, your next comedian, David worst. Angelo. You that don't know him. Uh oh. <laughs> I fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. Or do you? <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank I mean, you. maybe you do. He's one of my favorites. That's absolutely true. Thank you. It's great to be here, Pete. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> David Spamgelo. I'm sorry about the worst. I- Is that the worst intro you've ever gotten? I don't know. It's up there. I've actually had much worse. <laughs> Probably. I've, got, I've, gotten, I've gotten worse than that. You've gotten worse. You got the name right. You, yeah, you're Moshi Koshi. Uh, yeah. Moshi Koshi. Or Moisey Kaiser, whichever one you prefer. David Spamgelo, you look fucking gorgeous. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. What's, what's the first thing I said when I saw you? Do you remember? You said, I have a show. You have a show. Kind of. I said, they gave me a talk show. Look at this motherfucker. You're ready to go. Thank you. You're a That's gorgeous right. man. Ready to go. Well-dressed. You bought that suit and it fit. Or did they have to tailor custom it? Custom made. It's custom made. It's a custom suit. Yeah. How come I've never noticed that you have a, a Goldblum thing? I, right now? That's a thing now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you didn't know that. He's a good-looking man. He's got a vibe. Can you stutter a little bit and stammer and be like... Uh, well, uh, I... Uh, 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 Jeff Goldblum uh, giving the sex talk. Here we go. You ready? 
Uh, well, you see, uh, the, uh, the male, uh, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just thought that'd be the most awkward, but I'm not comfortable well, we, even giving that we, talk. So we have, <laughs> I wish that the viewers could see David's hand movements. He looks like he bought them from the estate of the first stand-up comedian ever. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he's walking us through an unseeable diagram of comedy. You have to use your hands. Spam Jello. I call you Spam Jello. There's no one that I think brings the old school flavor back in a new way, in a red line sort of way. You do like a New Jack swing it. type of thing. Yeah. New Jack. <laughs> That's Who's about right. I don't know what that reference is because I'm not. David. Yeah. Angelo. No, right. he is David Angelo. Pete. Oh, uh, Jeff You might Gold not have heard of him, but he's on your show. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. You're here to big me up, you're here to help. I fucked up the intro, all right? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, give him the sex talk. We'll figure it out, the three of us. You we'll start, Marsha. Uh, I can't uh, do a Jeff Goldblum impersonation. And Christopher Walken's there. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, he is. He's just uh, in the corner. Uh, 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 anybody can uh, do a, 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 a Jeff Goldblum. You just have, you, you, I'm trying. I'm, I'm giving it a go. That's uh, so, Woody so. Allen, man. That's not <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Just so why uh, uh, different uh, Jewish people? So I, uh, I, I went to a, to a machine. I turned into a fly. I, I, I don't know what happened. I just there uh, we go. Here we go. You're ready, Jeff Goldblum. I could have been a contender. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Nicholson doing that line from what was that movie? That was on the waterfront. On the waterfront, and it was in theaters too. <laughs> <laughs> this is Woody Allen giving the sex talk. Uh, I, I just think I should explain uh, a few things to you before we have sex. <laughs> right, because that's the point when the girl is ready for both that's sex and the sex talk. <laughs> Woody Allen, God bless him. You know, okay. just, what, too soon? Too soon, ye? Too soon. <laughs> Jesus. David Spamgelo, yeah, one of my favorites of all time. Pete Holmes, everybody. You, Here he is. I, I told you before the show, I sincerely love... I th- all of your jokes. I'm saying that for Thank real. You. There's no Thank one that's you. a bigger fan of you than me. Thank you. I love I what you do. That. And I, one of my favorite things to do on the show is have the guests tell a joke that, that I love. And I told you, tell any of your jokes. Well, first of all, look at Moshe over here with the electronic Don't cigarette. fucking come at me, dog. <laughs> well, he's on, he's, <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't smoke those. You know, I started smoking electronic cigarettes when I was 15. Now I'm free base and USB drives. You know, I mean, you've got to really... <laughs> there should be a I ghost you, doing golf swings behind you. <laughs> I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Did you say a ghost doing golf? <laughs> a ghost! A ghost? How do you get a ghost? You, can't, you have and to throw a flower at him so you can... See <laughs> too much work. It's too much work. It's too much. But that's good. You know, I like, the, I like those. They're a good, wait, wait, healthy wait. alternative. You know, after a hard day at the graphic design yard, you want to just kind of have a, have a cigarette. Good for you. Good for you. I'm glad you're kicking the habit, you know. What? You know, I tried, to, I, quit, I tried to quit smoking once. Honest to God. And what I did was I put a picture of my daughter in the front, right in the packet, you know. I said, well, there, there she is. I don't want to smoke anymore, you know. Then I'd put the pack down, see a picture of my wife in the back, and I'd have two. <laughs> That's a good joke. 
<laughs> a wife, a wife joke. and daughter. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. This this will be like oh, like the Tonight Show. Uh, so, David, okay. I, I understand that you uh, you learned a, a new skateboarding trick. Is that right? You know, this is a God's honest truth. Thank you, Pete. I really have been out on the streets. <laughs> I've been doing all the moves. <laughs> The sidekick's drunk again. It's <laughs> very old school. Bad, t- bad timing sidekick. <laughs> Go ahead with that joke. I understand you learned a new skateboarding move. I did. What I did was, Pete, no, no skateboarder, Pete, has ever topped this move, okay? What I, what I did was I took my skateboard, threw it in the waste bin, got a job, made a success out of my life. <laughs> so... There's no one better. You and just need a hype man. You need a hype you. man going, this is good! This shit! <laughs> Wait, the fact that you said waste bin, too, just... A waste bin. Just belying your own age. I love it. You got to. The waste paste burp basket. But you didn't always do puns. When, when we were in Chicago together, you were like a, reg, like a regular, you know, monologue guy. Or, you know, just talking stream of consciousness guy. Like a little bit. A little bit. And then, and then at a certain point... I remember hearing word of it. Kumail was like, he told me, he was like, David Angelo's only doing... <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Oh, my God. He's, on... for, for He's while, only doing yeah. puns. For a, while, for a while, I was only doing Kumail impressions. You know, I'd be going, uh, oh, hello, Emily. I can't do it. I can't even do it. <laughs> you you guys, say something... Is this inside enough for you folks? <laughs> Jesus, Kumail. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> No, sorry. And now a word from our sponsor, <laughs> Bail Bonds. <laughs> I thought that was Hi, so are you a fan of racist impressions? Then you'll love Pete Holmes' You Made It Weird. <laughs> He's not rying! <laughs> <laughs> if we hit a dull spot, be racist towards our Japanese friends. Always, you know, I was at a Japanese restaurant, Pete, for happy hour before I came over here. Is this true? I was, at a, I was at a Japanese restaurant for happy hour. I, I ordered a kamikaze. Waitress threw herself down the stairs. I mean, what are you... You have to be on my TV show doing this. This is, what this I is I so old school. It's what you're born to do. But you, you normally do this thing that I love so much, which is you just go, folks. Folks. <laughs> folks, Jesus. I, yeah, I do, because there's a lot of, generally, there's a lot of silence in my act after I've t- told a joke, so I have to fill that when the audience... But does. you're not even kidding, but I mean... We're, we're... <laughs> Again, I don't mean that negatively. I, I mean, like, not, you're doing you're a show, and they often put the newer guy on first. Right, you know I've what been I mean? in this business 25 years, but, you know... No, no, I'm talking about back 10 years ago, when oh, right, we were, right, right, you know, right. in New York together. They put you on first, and, and, like, there's guys that it's just like, you don't want the guy that's doing something different to be first. Let some host be like, hey, how you folks doing? When you right. go up and you're like, I threw the skateboard away and made a goddamn life for myself <laughs> right. with my wife and the candles. I don't know what you said. Candles. Yeah. You know, there was a candle. Uh, <laughs> big, big fire at the Yankee Candle Factory, Pete. Did you hear about it? It's very romantic. Very romantic. Fifteen, 15 people died. Fifteen. You know, this reminds me of Byron <laughs> Allen's show. <laughs> Now, David, uh, I understand uh, you used to make candles. I did, I did, and then I just tell, I'll, I'll tell it. I was Yankee Candle, folks. I mean, I don't have it. I, you, you I don't have two. I mean, one. I have a friend. He bought a candle. It's a hundred dollars. Now I've heard of burning money, but come on. Ah! <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. 
On the spot, on the spot. On the spot. After I already uh, exhausted my candle, my candle chunk. Yeah. I went to an... <laughs> I mean, I'm burning at both ends here. Yeah. Oh! Thank you so much, folks. Beautiful audience here tonight. Fantastic crowd. Thanks for coming out. I appreciate that. I just want to say, say, I just said candle by accident, and you turned it into golden. And I love that about Hi, you. I am Japanese president of ice cream company and also now candle company called Wax On, Wax Off. <laughs> I don't know why we're not all going nuts. <laughs> As you were saying that and you said Wax On, I was like, here it comes. Better plug my ears for this upcoming response. Unfortunately, I'm not you. <laughs> Aww. But people love the champs. <laughs> and the crowd goes The crowd goes mild. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I, I was going to say that, but I'm not I'm not you. Yeah, that's what you need. That's your handicap, you know. You have you have shame. I don't have. I go, I'll go I'll go straight forward. I'll go head first. I don't care. You think I care about these people? Come on. I'll tell the jokes. You're a beautiful crowd though. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming out. <laughs> I just want to say words and see if he thinks of any of his other jokes. <laughs> handlebar mustache. Oh, handlebar mustache. <laughs> <laughs> hipsters. Hip, ba- you know, hi- this is a hip town. They have a lot of hipsters. Yeah, there are a lot of hipsters here. I saw outside of this club a big Vespa accident. A bunch of Vespas. A Vespa all, accident. Like a pile up of Vespas. Sure. Whoa. Now, thankfully, there were no injuries. But there was over ten thousand dollars in eyeglass damage, and you can't. That's, Pete, I'm telling you. What, and now the, all wait. those people aren't going to get their Jimmy Johns. They aren't. They aren't. They work there too, because now the whole production line salted. I'm telling you, Pete. One guy, one of these hipsters, he was hitting the head so hard he didn't even know what year he wished he lived in. I mean, that's how. That's how hard he got hit in the head with. You can't beat David Angelo. Thank you so much. You it's a beautiful crowd tonight. Thank you so much. You can't beat David Angelo. No. Folks. 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 Jesus. Fantastic. You have a beautiful audience, Pete. I know. They're wonderful. They're, they're fantastic. Are you being serious? I am. All right. All right. It's hit or miss in patches. There but you I go. mean, they're overall a beautiful audience. No, you're beautiful. Folks. See? I just it opened works. a batting cage company. A batting cage company? Yeah. You know, I, I owned one once, you know, it went under. But, you know, sometimes you strike out at these. I, I don't know. I mean, come on. I don't know. What do you do? You just said hit and miss, which I thought was miss. good. That yeah. made me think of it. No, Spamjolo, you're the goddamn king. Thank you so much, Pete. I learned everything I know from Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes, beautiful com- comedian. I like same this. high school. That's true. Do you remember me in high school? No, we weren't there the same time. That'll do Did it. Did you know that? Well, that, that explains why I don't have any memories of us being right, yeah. together. I don't remember high school. I don't even remember any of it. Really? This was Lexington High School, folks. <laughs> I don't know if you know, this is a very fancy suburb of Boston. Yeah. Very fancy. Yeah, we still take tea in the afternoon. I mean, this, this is a fancy high school. Yeah. Our school rival was the lower class. I mean, that's how fancy... <laughs> And let me tell you, let me tell you something. We beat them every year, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud. You just put an old Indian head nickel in you, and you go all day. <laughs> you magical man. 
You fucking good-dressed, handsome son of a bitch. Thank you so much, Pete. I appreciate that. With a Beautiful great dress. voice, too. What the fuck is happening? I know. I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm fantastic. You're the whole deal. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate that uh, applause and support from the audience. No, I mean, I feel like there's a quiet reverence for how lovely you are. You know what? I accept that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Beautiful crowd here tonight. You look like the base case John Mulaney sleeps in. <laughs> <laughs> like he gets home and he's like, all right, it's time to go to bed and uh, just open up the old uh, David Angelo here and... Uh, just six or seven for the old Mulaney. No problem, no problem. New in town. It's <laughs> a great impression. He's very difficult to do. That's a good impression. I just yeah. listen to a lot of old-timey radio. <laughs> Get on the Philco. Philco? They made a radio. They were a radio. Uh, he, these people don't know. More Look of a Wilco group. Google it. Wil- Wilco? Yeah. I, I bet they were related, and I bet they decided that. I got tickets to their show. They were at the Wilco window. Just, you know, not everybody can do it, Pete. We just spilled, but it was celebratory <laughs> for the dead homies. <laughs> for that joke. <laughs> I just Brothers, poured some liquor yeah. out for that joke. All the dead punchlines that didn't, didn't quite make it. You know, yeah, I mean, this, let me is, tell this you, one goes had, out to all I've the dead. A few. I mean, I've had a few. In Lexington, someone dies, we pour decaf Earl Grey on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> pour out a little sherry for the dead homies. <laughs> Well, uh, David Angelo, will you stay the rest of the show? Oh, absolutely. Just... I got nowhere to be. I got nowhere to be. <laughs> uh, you really are the king. I'm so happy you're here. Give it up for David Thank Angelo, you. everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Really? I'm here. I'm here. I'm not leaving. I'm yeah, here. don't don't go. Just move one down. seat down. Here, would you bring up the next person? Can you read my handwriting? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this next comedian, a uh, friend of both of ours, wonderful comedian, a writer on Two Broke Girls, say hello to Morgan Murphy. <laughs> Morgan Murphy! Hi. Hi. Get in here, please. You're also sharply dressed. I'm doing my best. You're trying, doing your best. Trying hard. You got a cat call the moment you came out here. Did you hear that? From a chick. Yeah, it was great. Was it a chick? Best Who? kind. They have the best, highest standards. Yeah. Chicks? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first topic. Chicks have the highest standards? Uh, do you want me to do jokes like Angelo? No, no, no. Oh. Spamgelo is, is, the, uh, is yeah. the joke jukebox. We can just hang out. <laughs> All right, cool. I would never want you to do that. All right. I understand you drank a juice today, though, and you kept trying to tell me about it backstage, and I said, save it. I didn't it. try to tell you. I was telling people about my day. I and went I said, to an, Stop a lovely juice people. establishment. What kind of juice did it's you get? It's called Daily Juice here in uh, Austin. Yeah, I went there. Okay, yeah. Got some see fans. you there. Had Love a, a good DJ. Um, had a sh- I did a double, a double shot of uh, lemon, ginger, cayenne, and oregano oil. Oregano oil? Sounds I delicious, think so, Morgan. Something like that. Sounds delicious. It was great. You've fallen into his sarcasm. Look, it's my. It's a little sad that I. Every, I was looking at my Instagram and everyone was like out at barbecue together, and huh. I was just walking around and I was like, I guess I'll get some juice. You and you and your colon will have the last laugh. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever heard a colon laugh? <laughs> It sounds like the sea. <laughs> Even though those are just sounds, I thought they were racist Japanese. 
Um, <clears throat> is that the first sound you did on stage as a comedian? Because you're not like a sound comedian. You're not like a folks, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We're having a delay here. Like you're not one of those comedians. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done. I've never. So done I open sound. up the soda. <laughs> 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 You ever been drinking a soda? <laughs> you ever get on a helicopter? Oh, I like to go. Is that quieter? That's eating pussy? No. This is Yo, 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 pussy. I helicopter that pussy. <laughs> if it's taking a long time, yeah. get in the chopper. If your bitch can't come, you know what you gotta do? You gotta helicopter that pussy, I talked over yours. I'm a bad host. You know, I'm a bad co host. This no. is your show. You're doing wonderful. I love you. I, I, uh. I know it's hack, but is there anything more fun than a Schwarzenegger noise? Can you do it? Is there anything more fun than a. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a horse ride is probably more fun. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were on a horse and you're like, ah, look at this horse, <laughs> that would be the best. That would be the you best of all the world. Yeah. <laughs> look That's at this fucking electronic cig- cigarette. I smoked some of that backstage. Did it do anything for you? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm trying to quit smoking, so it's, it's helpful. Um, but aren't you worried that you're going to be inhaling like weird vapors, like being digitized by like a little short circuit robot? Like batteries not included, it's just being entering your lungs. Uh, no, not worrying, hoping <laughs> for a weird yeah. death. Yeah, like I would love that if they were like, "How'd she die?" And it's like, "Oh my god!" Like a million miniature robots ate her organs. Like that would be fucking crazy. And everyone would call it Morgan Murphy. Yeah, she got the Murphys. I think I feel like I feel like people would celebrate me if I died. If you were the like one that. that discovered that inside of every electronic cigarette was all of the robots from movies from the 80s. <laughs> they would remember you. Johnny Five. John, Johnny Five. Not alive. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say when you die. We both went to Johnny Five. Oh. <laughs> Movie doesn't hold up. Does it not? Oh. Big disappointment. Yeah. When you're like, I'm going to take a trip down memory lane. It's a dead end. <laughs> Season one of ALF also swinging a miss. Oh. <laughs> the but pilot is like a drama. They're like, oh, ALF, you're, what are you... <laughs> What are you doing here? He's like, oh, there is a problem. But seasons two through five, yeah. fucking brilliant. Better than The Wire, honestly. Better than The yeah. Wire. I like if the first season of Alf was like the original, like like Parenthood, like underappreciated, a lot of oh. dramatic actors, really. That like, movie depressed me very deeply. Parenthood? Yeah. I'm talking about the show. Uh, Isn't that a show? Isn't it, it, was, it was a movie. It is now a show. Yeah. On NBC. Can it's I? dramatic and it's like sad and fun. I don't like those. Speaking of sad and fun, have you guys ever seen the clip uh, of Alf's dad <laughs> sucking dick for crack on the internet? It's a real clip. It's available to go home. Everybody that's listening to this. How do you this, know he was sucking dick for crack and not just sucking dick? Because he sucks dick the and then he smokes crack. In the video. Both so, he, Your Honor, he smoked crack and was sucking dick. It wasn't for the crack. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the whole time the guy whose dick he was sucking was like, this is for crack, this is for crack, this is for crack. It's a very weird situation. And he also had know? the Alf puppet going like, oh, work the balls. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't get it, but if that was a cat, I'd suck dick for that. 
Crack cocaine? Give me some cat cocaine. <laughs> I kill me. You kill yourself with crack. <laughs> I honestly don't know why we're not airlifted to orgasm by that joke. Yeah. I kill me. You kill me with crack. Goddamn lasers in the jungle. The worst is when you suck crack for dick. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's the best. That sounds like a fucking Roseanne joke. Like, I'm so I tried to sell it to her in 1989. <laughs> Folks, is in the Catskills? Folks, you ever get so desperate that you suck crack for a dick? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but like butt crack. I think it was implied, right? That's an Elaine Boosler joke where you're just like, I, I need a man so bad I'm sucking crack for dick. Or it's, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a slut and I'm also dyslexic. I suck crack for dick. Oh, I think you did it. Thanks. Laser? <laughs> you can say it with a question mark. Can I? So you write yeah. on the, hi, 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 the hi. two broke girls? Yeah. What's Cap Dennings like? <laughs> she's she's phenomenal. But More specifically, I, she's yeah. so great. I can't e- I can't even like make a joke about it. Like both girls, on sh- they're so fucking fantastic yeah. that I both girls. You mean both of Kat Dennings girls? Yes, both of her girls. <laughs> no, but do you know you know what it's like to be like a writer and a comedian. You go, okay, I perform and I write, and there's this like line where I go, oh, if I'm writing, I want to perform. Like when I watch. <laughs> those girls do whatever they fucking do. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. So I'm so happy writing. Right. They're like, like pros. Feel, they're so fucking good yeah. that you, you remind yourself I'm not remotely that good that I'm doing what I should be doing. Yeah. Does she get harassed a lot? Do a lot of like the crew hit on her and stuff? Yeah, to just stop talking about her talent. If we could get back to her tits yeah. for a second. <laughs> oh, I get it. She's she's a national treasure. She's she's crazy. How much jiggling are we saying? <laughs> uh, I'm glad your answer was nice. She's a great chick. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Who do you think is the more talented of the two people on the show you work for? If you could just say it on the record on a podcast. Uh, Garrett Morris. Yeah, Garrett Morris. Who, Do you know Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live, who's also Garrett on Morris Two Broke Girls? On the show. He's phenomenal. He once referred to a prostate exam as a medical butt test. <laughs> <laughs> on stage, he's like, you ever go to the doctor and get a medical butt test? Like, no, never. <laughs> You ever test butt for prostate? <laughs> Crack, I meant. Jesus. Uh, it would have been better. It would have been better. In Russia, <laughs> butt tests you. <laughs> when I do that joke, no one's talking. That one gets through. In Russia, butt it. tests you. <laughs> God, I miss the 80s. That guy made like $20 million being like, uh, what happens here? Uh, we grill burgers in uh, Russia. Burger grills you. Yeah. <laughs> Standing ovation. We have different on-stage energies, and I want to. I want to. I want to find you. I want at the end for you to say you I'm really here. made me shine. No, I don't think you're not here. I don't oh. think I'm here for you. Oh, I think you're here. I let's, mean, I appreciate. Let's be lower. Okay. I'll be more of a Todd Berry. Okay, please. So, please uh, do. You can eat some barbecue when you're here. <laughs> yeah, probably will. Yeah, you're gonna go out of town and just keep it local. Um, I don't know. I I'll probably get some barbecue. Do you want to come with me, Todd? Do you want to come back to my room? <laughs> it's pretty inside. 
Now, Morgan, I understand you like uh, boxing. <laughs> Did you read I that on my like list? Boxing. I love boxing. I love uh, most pretty much all sports. I was just next door watching the Lakers game on a TV in a bar with nobody else, and that was fun. Literally not a single person in there. Morgan, did you see that Cotto Margarito fight? Uh, <laughs> you can't even ask a question normal. <laughs> Everything he says sounds like a setup to a joke. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> he would never lead us astray. Cotto Margarito. Mar- Margarito. I mean, tell you, I haven't seen a Mexican and a Puerto Rican go at it like that since Blockbuster was down to one copy of Selena. <laughs> There's nobody better. We're all frauds at the feet of David Angelo. So, you know you try to predict what his joke's going to be? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like a margarito, you're like, margarito like a margarita. Yes. Like a margarita with kodo in it? No, that doesn't, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to be a joke. Like I was thinking salted rim. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, he drove off in his car. Fancy, it had salted rims. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> it was it better isn't though. Bad. Uh, why? I'm going to do Todd, Todd yeah. level again. Why do you like UFC? Why don't I? No, I no, like it. Oh, I, li- I like it. I just love boxing. I love boxing. Don't I, you I find it best. hard to watch men punching each other in the face? No, I think it's. I think it's kind of amazing and poetic, and I love it. And I. I. I don't know what else to say. I, I like. I because I worked out in a boxing gym for years. And I just got so into it. I'd watch, like, I got to watch Manny Pacquiao train, and it was, like, incredible. And I just thought, like, it's, it's a kind of dedication that I've never seen in anything oh, else. Like, I love a good boxing movie with the exercise montage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean my outfit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was Moshe behind you on a bike making you run faster? Come on, you. You if- get up there. I don't take no excuses. If I'm you- 85 years old. I look 33. Go. If you push select in between rounds, Moshe rubs you faster. <laughs> We're going to have to post photos of what you look like in, this, in these clothes. Uh, you ever watch a montage in a movie like The Fighter and he's exercising so hard you feel like you're getting something out of it? Like It kind of it counts? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like anytime I see someone do anything other than sit down on TV, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did something. <laughs> I know I what you mean. Like, oh, they walked to the other side of the room. I kind of did, too. Yes. There's a stupid part of your brain, too, that thinks you're hanging out with them, yeah, too. You're like, I'm not alone. Robert yeah. De Niro's here. <laughs> like That's why old people leave the radio on. I know that's sad, but it's true. It's like, Ira Glass and I have dinner every night. <laughs> Sometimes life is hard, guys. I know. We're all headed there. So you like the fighting. When I watch UFC, I, I just feel bad for the loser. He, he taps out, and he goes in the corner, and he feels like a piece of shit. But you're like, yeah, fuck you, Hernandez. Yeah, kind of. And it's like, it's, 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 it's strangely enough, the last, one of the last ones where we're like, I, not that I like root for people based on their race, but it is funny that boxing is like one sport left where we're it's so uh, base that like I hope the Japanese guy wins (laughs) it's true true, though people root for their nationality and they root for like the person they relate to wait so you root for the white guy every time no not not at all so you like the underdog I like an underdog (laughs) 
Wait, who, what race do you root for? I root for whoever I... I really like this fighter right now who's from Kazakhstan, and it's so funny because like, people yell, like, my wife and shit, like, when he's on stage. I was just holding one in. I've, I love him so much. I flew to New York to see him for a weekend. I'm going to fly to Connecticut in June to see him again fight, and he's just, like, this Kazakhstani fighter who's great, so I'll root for him against anybody. I wish before he'd fight that play Borat singing the national anthem... You know how it takes like they 20 minutes? Based on what people scream, they do. And then you just, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the fight, people are holding up like flags from Kazakhstan and like going yeah. crazy in the aisles. Well, that guy's great. got the whole country of Kazakhstan on his shoulders because the most famous Kazakhstani of all time is Borat, a right. British Jew. <laughs> right. So they're like, please get famous quickly. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I, I had one thing that I asked you before the show that I wasn't sure if you'd be okay talking about, but then you said you were, which is that you dated my nemesis. <laughs> my pretend nemesis. You dated... Mark you dated Mar- Chelsea Peretti? <laughs> Very good, there we Doc. Go. There we go. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> now, you dated Mark Maron. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. How was that? Um... <laughs> It was uh, it was a real it was it was a real experience <laughs> and uh, and fun and I learned a lot. Did he did he at the end after you guys fucked every time did he go we good? <laughs> <laughs> in the middle did he go type in Marin at the end of the checkout for pro flowers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not feeling it tonight, but Adam and Eve has us covered, and I got 20% off and free shipping on this monster. Ah! He's here. If he was here and came up on stage, I would just shit in my pants right now. Did you ever close your eyes in bed with Marin and then open them, and it was James Adomian on top of you? Uh. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. It took a few years to get over, and now I'm back in it. But that's that's all right. That's, You're back in it. I mean, like you brought me back into it. Oh, I see. Into the fold. But I, no, uh, is it it, uh, he's great. It was fun. It was fine. No, I get it. He's a good-looking man. He's handsome. Yeah, Mark he's is handsome. A, he's a handsome guy. And getting more handsome. You know what I'd say? Dashing. Yeah, he I'm looks, not even kidding. He looks like he could use a, a like a fencing sword. Mark is like. <laughs> Mark is like double as handsome as he was when he was 20 years younger and he was handsome then. That so happens that gives to men, though. It doesn't happen to women. It's very heartbreaking because men get very handsome uh, as they age. But women look good younger than boys. Like if you look at a freshman yearbook, all the yeah. boys are like, please, someone kill me. Right. And all the girls are like, everything's fine. Right. I'm driving already. <laughs> so you're saying you got to get a girl when she's 14 and a guy when he's 50? Is that what you're saying? He's not saying it, but I'm thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Murphy, everybody. Hey. Will you stay for the show? Of course. Stay for the rest of the show. You're a good sport to let us make fun of Marin with you. Oh, and we didn't talk about how your great-grandfather was a comedian. Oh, that's all right. We'll get back to it, I'm all right. At some point, find a window to tell us that your great-grandfather. Right. How did you find that out? Uh, I, I googled his name and stuff, and he's a comedian. And my middle name. What's his name? I'm sorry. Well, my middle name is Walton because his name was Bert Walton. He's a comedian in vaudeville. 
Uh, oh, we and, have some uh, fans. Somebody recognizes yeah. him. <laughs> but the oh. but he changed his name from Goldstein, so technically my name is Morgan Goldstein Murphy. What heritage is that name? Uh, <laughs> 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 but it, it, to be true, though, I, I when I was trying <laughs> when I was trying to describe him. <laughs> what I what I was trying to describe to somebody one day, like because I read about his old shows, yeah. I was like, "Oh, he kind of sounds like if 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 like Marin dressed like Paul F. Tompkins, like because uh-huh. his he's from like the vaudeville era, but his shows were called like you'll do the same thing to someone else, <laughs> like he was known as the international cynic." Whoa. And he, yeah, like uh, Who Will Be the Next One to Cry Over You was another show. Like, this is a comedian show, so it's He had a uh, podcast you play on a phonograph called yeah. What the Who, Daddy Now? <laughs> <laughs> so are we snappity-tappity? All right. He, next on the show, Buster Keaton. Buster, I don't like you. Let's get over it. <laughs> he had a na- <laughs> so many lasers, it's difficult. It's difficult to look, see. He had an album called uh, Looking Into the Future, and there was a track on it saying, Someday someone will steal my cadence, and that person is directly to your right, David <laughs> Angelo. Yeah, if you want to know what it's like hanging out with your great grandfather, hang out with Angelo after the show. How you I've doing, done it. David Angelo's been a very good pal. You know that he's very handy. Do you know that? That he's like. Can, handy? Yeah, handy. Like he can fix shit. Like hmm. no com- I don't know one comedian other than David Angelo. I had to hang a, a, a school-sized chalkboard in my apartment on a brick wall. He came over and fucking was like, we need this Whoa. drill bit. I'll do this. We need this wattage. I took care of it. I did. David, how many comedians does it take to hang up a school-sized chalkboard? None, because uh, David Angelo did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well... I think I think you meant one, Morgan. I think you meant one. Yeah, I <laughs> get out of here. Oh my God, this is the most fun we've ever had. <laughs> this next guest, I hope he's here. Is everybody here? Greg, is the guy before you here? <laughs> Just it's, introduce him. Find out. All Just right, have some fun. This will either be right or wrong. Dom Herrera, everybody. Woo! Dom Herrera. Dom. Dom. Here he is. Dommy Dom. Ladies and gentlemen, comedy legend. Dom. Hello. How you doing, man? Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. I was watching the show and I was slipping downstairs to watch some of the game. And I got to tell you, uh, very funny. There's no way I can follow this show. No. Especially because of my nigger pussy. Dom Herrera! Whoa. What, what, what did I say? I think, you, I think you made it weird, Dom. I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know how to follow it. The Japanese jokes. And... Oh, you're accusing us of being racist now? No, no. I mean, it was a true story. That's the difference. You have an N-word, P-word? <laughs> I don't say either of those words. Uh. Unless oh, I'm rapping along. You know who I hate when, when, when says nigger and pussy? Faggots. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. That bothers me. That's where I draw the line. You, I, I don't know what else to do. I'm sorry. I've been no, waiting I there understand. for a fucking hour. I'll talk. You want me to talk? I'll, do, I'll set you up for some more of your zingers, whatever you want. <laughs> do you have anything on these topics? 
I have nothing. I'm not a lesbian, but I just want to know what the score is. Uh, looks like the the, uh, the Spurs are going to kill him. Oh, I mean, it was okay. like 20 with two minutes left. All right. Well, I'm sad. Of, no, come on. <laughs> I'm terrified to ask what's on this T-shirt. I is had... it just the remaining slurs? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right Wait back. Wait a second. Let me... <laughs> Chink. <laughs> oh, God. Why did I do what? it? I'm, I'm on the edge, man. I'm, I'm you know. No, I understand. Speaking... Edgy. Oh, no, you walk, you've walked somebody. Have Somebody's you ta- leaving. No, she's fine. I love scarves like that because it looks like you won the Fields Medal in Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Every time I just think of Stellan Skarsgård going, oh, but see, that's what makes you funny that you could create a bit by just somebody walking by. Well, it's incredible. How do you do it? I mean, do you write your own stuff? Come on. Were you always funny, or you've been slaying it since I was in short pants? You are fucking with me, good. Of course, I'm fucking with you. God in heaven. I love those questions. Were you always funny? No, I decided to become oh. funny. My dream of an accountant came crashing down. <laughs> so, what am I going to do with my life? I'll be funny for a living. <laughs> that is that the, that's the question. Thing. Can I say something, to your please? Audience? And that's the thing about us. We're we're the same as you are. I want you to know that we're, we're people. The only difference between you and us is an incredible disparity of talent. <laughs> Other than that, a lot, a lot of you are just lazy and you don't write. We should do a podcast together. Yeah, we'll do it. You're like the Joker burning the pile of money. <laughs> it's not about All right, the money. I'll go. You want me to go? I'll go. I don't want you to go. I'm thrilled that you're here. Speaking of people stealing things from you, uh, Moshe stealing the old classic NP routine. <laughs> And do you talk about this a lot? You, you had some stuff stolen from, for The Sopranos. Wasn't that a thing? No, I didn't give a fuck. First of all, it was Bada Boom, Bada Bing, which I had done. Like, I don't, like, so I don't want to be that bitter comedian who's like, jealous of The Sopranos. How fucking pathetic would that yeah, be? Yeah, you know, it's like I mean, Full House stole You Got It, dude, from me. <laughs> <laughs> Not pre-written. Something about the ease you put me in. Hey, who wrote What's Up With That? Yeah. Who are these people? That was yeah. Seinfeld. Ah, can you do Seinfeld? You know, it was the funniest thing. I was doing a pod, my podcast, and Johnny Sanchez was on. And, you know, it's funny to like hear what the perception is of different decades. Yes. And, and Johnny said to me very nicely, he goes, you know, you know what I like about you? You're not like an 80s comedian. He says, you're, kind, you're relevant. I said, thanks, Johnny. He goes, I said, what's an 80s comedian? He goes, guys that go like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's Perpetually good, confused good for the radio, huh? With everything? Yeah, just, that was a shrug. That was a shrug. <laughs> revolving doors. I can say it's revolving. Just call it a door. <laughs> we're trying new you material science. You up, man. I remember when you were, like, shy. And, you know, when I first met you. Me? I oh, first Mo- met you in Montreal. I was just shy around you. Because you're a legend. I'm not a legend. I'm just Are fucking you about old. To th- you're a legend. I'm I told him you're a legend. Could, this is the cool thing about being this age. I don't give a fuck. Look at me. <laughs> My eyes are closing as we fucking <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, don't, I know right now, if I died of natural causes, nobody would be surprised. <laughs> what do I care? You know who I blame it on? Nigga pussy. Oh. <laughs> wow, and I say that with all due respect. Is this, is this going out live? <laughs> no, no, no. It'll okay. be recorded. Just, uh, released I mean. later. Well, you are getting. You know, you got. You never got married. You, you just. I've been married. You've been married. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, me too. Really? What was her name? You're straight. Fuck. <laughs> are you serious? 
I was ready to do it. No. I was ready to I do it. Just kiss. Jesus Christ. I, I tasted him. I tasted him. Oh. Without oh. my mistake, you were open mouth, and I tried to, like, land in your mouth. Yeah, like a little lizard tongue. Like that airplane that refueled Air Force oh. One. <laughs> These references would kill me. You were married. I was married. I was, um, I was, I was basically married four times, but one, once legally, the other times living with people. Oh, like common law. This is hilarious, yeah. though, because we were trying to figure... We were, could I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Story. We were trying to figure out what, what some of the talking points could be to talk to you about. We, yep. we texted Neil Brennan, and he was like, <laughs> oh, ask him about The Sopranos, ask him about whatever, and he'd never been married. You've been married he four fucking married. times. <laughs> It's like the throw you under the bus suggestion. Well, I don't talk about it when I'm like in a bikini bar trying to pick up a waitress. <laughs> yeah. You, you go to bikini the, bars? Well, the one downstairs. downstairs. Oh. Fucking A. Very loose What do you waitresses. think this t-shirt is? <laughs> what is the t-shirt? It's the bikini bar. Is so, that a good thing when a waitress you want to sleep with is like, here's a t-shirt, get out of here? I don't want to sleep with her. I want to fuck her and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Come on. What is wrong with me? I'm trying to follow her. The show is very... Look, you have to understand. In my defense, in my defense, this was a very strong show. I had, I had no other place to go but down. So I'm, I'm fucking bringing the whole show down with me. Anyway, so what made you get into comedy? <laughs> when he called you a comedy legend, I wanted you to turn and go, hey, kid, and throw him the T-shirt. <laughs> go get a Coke. With this T-shirt? I, well, this... I suck dick for coke. What? Yeah. Something? I am straight. He's gay, right? No, he's not gay. He's not gay? He's aggressively straight. What are you talking straight. about he? I'm here. Well, but yeah, but you're not next to me. I was, I was pointing to you. It's, <laughs> it's a gay stereotype. They can't hear you if you don't look right at them. <laughs> it's true. Nobody knows that. You're Jewish, though, right? Uh, I am Jewish. You know, I have a problem there, because I can't... <laughs> I seriously, I, and this is really, and this is killing me in LA. I can't say Jew without saying bastard at the end. And that's, I'm telling you, it's hurting me Wait, in the business. Did you say bastard or basket? Bastard. I love if you called a, a gaggle basket. of Jews. Look at that basket Look at that of that Jews. Jews. Look at them easily totable to the beach. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> I, I really have to run. I got another show in about 15 minutes downstairs. Do you really? No. <laughs> Am I that good an actor? Talented actor. That's He's going to go things. try to exchange his T-shirt for some pussy. <laughs> Watch it. No need to be rude. Can't you write clean stuff? <laughs> Is the furniture in your house covered in plastic? Yeah. You're so aggressively yeah, Dwight, Italian. You get the jizz off easier. <laughs> oh, God. What? I set you up, you come all over it. Uh, uh. <laughs> What's the most you think you ever came? Like a, like a, a shot, a double shot? Like No, I remember the first time. It, my, oh, you, no, I remember you, you, the first time, I was there, too. I remember. <laughs> I, I was there, I remember your mom crying. We were, we, that wasn't tears. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck every one of you. That really made it hard for her to continue filming. <laughs> I'll shit on everything. I'll watch the world burn. The, the thief had so been throwing So can I plug my Atlanta away. improv date now? <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the thing. Neil Brennan told me you sleep till 2 p.m. 
I don't really sleep. I wake up and watch Mike and Mike in the morning. What is that? It's ESPN. It's a sports thing. I, if I'm sleeping... Is that the psychic network? Lady. No, I, yes, that's ESP. <laughs> Extrasensory Perception uh. Network. Uh, I, I, how does he know? What, what the, I don't what, know. Does Neil Brennan give a fuck about my life? I don't know. I texted him. I said, what do you got he on Tom? He was the closest you could get to me? Yeah. <laughs> that's as good as we could you do. You couldn't call Joe Rogan or the person that I love more than anybody in the world, Mark Marin. Is that right? Oh. Well, we were going to drive down to the part of we were going to drive down to the part of the town where the black hookers yeah, are, Dom, but we couldn't find directions. <laughs> Is that for Marin or Joe Rogan? That's for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I treasure that. When did you lose your virginity? Me? I didn't really lose it. <laughs> I, I mean, don't you want to know when Dom Marrero lost his virginity? <laughs> what would you do Wait if you were hosting? This is what you want to know. You mean, you mean by my own choice? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> when was your virginity taken? I'll tell you, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I was an altar boy, and I never got molested. And I used to think, what about me, Father? I'm not hot enough for you? Come on. Is this thing on? Where did I lose you? <laughs> I didn't, uh, you know, I, I was in college. I mean, I was, you know, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm older than you guys. <laughs> there was no AIDS then. There was no, there was. The, the, well, there was, but there it was, was just the one no, monkey. It was, it was a, like one day. One day, I'm going to fuck that monkey. Trust me. And let the chips roll where they may. <laughs> Did you say chimps or chips? Why do you keep... Just let the chimps fall where they may. Yeah, let the chimps roll. He's practicing his human walk. One day, somebody won't be able to resist. So this this chip has AIDS, but is doing musical numbers? Yeah. One day, one day I shall give the world my AIDS. I'm a chimp. I know, by the way, I can't stop thinking of like the AIDS monkey at a bar with a cigarette, like just waiting for someone to take it home. <laughs> like, <laughs> Working downstairs at the bikini <laughs> bar. Come on. <laughs> it worked once. Have a t shirt. You like monkeys? <laughs> you want to live dangerously? You like a nice red ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm presenting. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun. Uh, when did you really lose it? Do you remember? Yeah, I was uh, a freshman in college. I guess I was 26. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, uh, I didn't even know. All I thought was that you, you fucked as fast as you could to get it over with. Is that right? Yeah, seriously. I didn't know what to do. Catholic? Yeah, which made it dirtier and more yeah. fun. I was going to say, don't you find that a little religious judgment enhances yeah. lovemaking? <laughs> I remember... I find that to be true. I remember being with a girl. She was like 15... And I was probably 17, and I wouldn't... You just knocked that uh, down one year, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, yeah, just for legal purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In case uh, you're still Due to an ongoing pursuit of me. <laughs> so I gave her the sex talk, and then we had... <laughs> no, but I used to think that you would go to hell and, and all, you know, sin and all. Sure. And when you thought of it as sin, it was much more exciting. Oh, yeah. You know, now it's like... You know. We say that on the show. Fuck like you're going to hell. Yeah. But once you're just like, eh, I'm carbon and you're carbon and my carbon's hard and yours carbon is wet. Let's do this. Not as hot. <laughs> if you're like, I'm made in God's image and he told me not to touch you, it's fun to eat cake at midnight. <laughs> well, that's why I was thinking about this recently. I think that's why people cheat. It's not just because they're horny for other people, but because it's hot to cheat. Yeah. Well, Cheating itself yeah. is hot. I cheated on the most beautiful girl one of the most beautiful. Everybody acknowledged she was absolutely fucking ravishingly beautiful. Because Thank you. 
Because I like you so much, you're going to let it stay right there. Now, he was no, talking about is... the chimp. <laughs> she was the talk of the jungle. I Everyone loved her. <laughs> but I actually wanted a, a fuck a skank. I did. I really did. I, I was like tired of being with a beautiful person. I, I, went, I wanted some cellulite. So I wanted to fuck like a female Joey Diaz. <laughs> I know you don't mean Joey Lawrence, but I'm picturing Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Just funnier what for me. What about you? How old were you? 22. Wow. Yeah. No, you said you were the same age. No, no. He was a freshman. No, I said like 18, I was a freshman 17. in high school. I was kidding. Oh, high school. I, I freshman in, no, freshman in college. Okay. High school, I just... Yeah, I was late. The first time I, I jerked off, though, seriously... Oh, I, yeah, it came I a came, lot. I came about, like, a minute... A minute of just gushing jizz. And so much that I thought, I'll never have children. It's all shooting out at, at one time. The whole uh, This is one. I get one orgasm for my life. It's a minute long. It's fucking cum all over. There was a fucking bird stuck to the wall. Every, You're levitating, floating around your yeah, house just from the stream of jizz. jizz. Running to the kitchen. doing a backstroke. You got to go grab an ice tray. We got to save this. I want to be a dad. <laughs> Your mom floated by. <laughs> Made you know it hard what I like about film. your podcast? It brings you know the, the inside. It, like it brings me out. It really. I think I've grown from this. I hope so. <laughs> I bet you have a great hardest laugh story. Do you remember the hardest time you've ever laughed? The hardest time I ever laughed. Actually, you know, one of the hardest times. I mean, Andy Kindler makes me laugh. Yeah, he is. Do you know who Andy Kindler is? <laughs> Everything he, I mean, I don't, whatever about Andy, he just fucking kills me. And I was doing a show, so it was a show called Supreme Court of. What Did you your water break? What was that? This man is oh, a fucking sorry. legend. Have some know, fucking sorry, respect, sorry. David. Stop with the legend. Well, I'm not I a can't. legend. Rodney Dangerfield's a legend. I'm a fucking legend. Wait, you're not hack. Rodney Dangerfield? I'm a hack a hook. I thought you were Rodney this whole time. Oh. Mocha, you're all right. You're all wrong. Right. <laughs> Good news and bad news. <laughs> You were talking about uh, the hardest time you've ever laughed, Andy Kindler. Andy Kindler was on. I was in, uh, I was hosting a show called Supreme Court of Comedy, and uh, thank you, one guy. <laughs> the EP yeah. is here. My fan. Thank you. And Andy progressively has become shorter, more Jewish, and and more froggy looking. Yes. And he kept doing this thing where he was going, baby, you're like almost Woody Allen. And he just, and I couldn't fucking stop laughing on a TV show. Are you the host? Yeah, I'm the host. Are you dressed as a judge? As a judge. I have a judge and a gavel. and Yeah. And anyway, I mean, that was like a show business laughs go. That was one of the hardest I ever laughed. Any childhood or those? I love those as well. Yeah, but they were more esoteric family things, you know? Sure. Wiping the cum off the plastic couch. Kids are so couch. brutal. I know. We, we had this one woman, now, you know, and now I've suffered from this because of personal tragedies in my life, but we had this one woman who had her breast removed, and we used to sing, Conchetta has one nipple, bumpity ba, right? <laughs> like, we used to sing it. Like, how fucking sadistic is that to make fun of a woman? Yeah. Anyway, you guys have been great. I got to get out of here. <laughs> No, no, no. My nickname, more show. my nickname in junior high was Biter Shaft. Have I said this on the show before? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it to Dom. Biter Shaft, because apparently I suck dick and I'm bad at it, because I bite the shaft. I don't know. And they called me up and sang Biter Shaft to the tune of Barbara Ann. 
Bye, 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 chef. Bye, chef. And I listened. I stayed on the line. Just in case at the end we went, just kidding, we want to be friends. I can't top that. Will you stay the rest of the show? You got it. We're going to fuck around with one more guest. Greg? Yeah, bring out. You want to bring him out? I'd like to bring out a guy who. It's really weird to, for, to me to bring out somebody who I grew up watching. And he is a brilliant comedian, a friend of mine. I love this guy. I know you know him. Greg Fitzsimmons. Give him a hand. Greg Fitzsimmons! Thanks, man. That was great. You. you move down one, and Greg will take your yeah, spot. Whatever. Hey, man. Hello. Hello, How's everybody. It's, uh, it's an honor to be up here, and thank you for uh, asking me. Yeah. And um, learned a lot, just kicking, you know, because I have a podcast also. Sure. And um, I guess some of the choices you make, I just creatively are so strong. Like, I would never think on a podcast to do, like, mostly jokes about people's clothes, just because it's, <laughs> it's something you listen to and don't see, and yet your choice... To do almost like a yeah. crowd work vibe with your guests. So no crowd work on podcasts. Was that the headline on the newspapers you were delivering? <laughs> <laughs> to the viewers at home, Greg is dressed like a newsie. <laughs> That's what your show needs. You actually need like a Ken Burns guy. Who can describe what everybody... Because it's great for these people, and they're having a blast, but your typical (laughs) listener is fucking... They're listening to WTF at this point. (laughs) You mean they've they've tuned over? They've tuned over. I understand. I've done that on my own show. (laughs) You 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 said right before I went out, you said uh, you you should wear a crisp T-shirt. Well, I just felt I get the T-shirt thing. Sure. I get very sweaty. I'm sweaty. Yeah, but why that T-shirt looks like the one you go like, I got to wax the car. What's the one that's the most worn out and shitty? Or like, I'm going to go help some natural disaster. Where's that T-shirt? It is a natural disaster. I'm going to go to Bonnaroo. Right. No, it's great. You're, you're, uh, you're on fire right now. You can do no wrong. You can do that kind of like me and Dom. We got to, well, me, I got to dress up a little bit, you know? Can I ask you something? Backstage, I saw you, and I was very happy. And uh, we, like, kissed each other on the cheeks. Right. We're both from Boston. Sure. No, that, I'm from New York. I thought you were from Boston. I went to college in Boston. Oh, I'm so sorry. I knew there. that. I knew that. I yeah. knew that. I just wonder if that's an East Coast thing. I still kiss my dad on the mouth. That's why I was so up for it, Don. That's weird. I do, too. Do you? Yeah, I kiss your dad on the mouth. <laughs> there we go. There we go. He's got soft lips I, and, a, and a beautiful mouth. I mean, it's I like delicious. I think his dad's one of the best kissers in the family. I couldn't agree more. Your mother, when she does that thing where like, she licks the yeah. seam when your balls... That, <laughs> you're right. His mom, there's nothing to it when you kiss her, yeah. but when she gets to business, yeah. fuck. But I hate when I'm kissing her and I can he taste out the worst. her husband's asshole <laughs> on her mouth. Right. Where you can taste the Holmes. It's, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> the Holmes hole. Well, it is weird that Pete's dad's dick tastes like Pete's mouth. <laughs> uh, David? Right. You are a writer. Well, Something that was about great. Si- that was a closer. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just wondering if that's an East Coast thing. That's actually a reaction to growing up. I grew up Catholic as well, <laughs> Irish Catholic. Yes. And it was very much not that. There was no touching. There wasn't a lot of hugging and kissing. And so as I got older, I kind of went out of my way to hug and kiss people a lot. Yeah. You know, and not all people. I kissed you because uh, if I kissed Dom, you'd punch me in the face. No. <laughs> 
But some people I wouldn't be comfortable kissing. I would melt in your arms, seriously. Seriously? Yeah. Come here. I like Could kissing guys. Could you at least guys. fucking shave when you're going to kiss me? <laughs> it, that's... I, I think it is nice to, to um, you know, overcompensate for that coldness. No, I understand. And yeah. you are an affectionate guy. And I, I know you like breaking balls and stuff, but a, a true sweetheart. That being said... Well... Yeah? Don't fuck up my image. I'm, you know, <laughs> people see me as kind of a mean guy. No, it's true. My, I was going to say that being said, have you been in any altercations recently? Yes. When you were on the show last time, I don't know if you guys uh, listened to Greg's full He's episode. He's got that feisty Irish thing going. Yeah. Well, he Definitely. whites out. I white. It's it, so it Irish. Turns we white. Call, you green out. Yeah, it just turns. It's a switch that turns when I get angry enough. It really is like I, just, I no longer, I can watch myself get into the fight with no ability to stop it. Oh, my God. So I got into, uh, I do my show at this studio in Hollywood, and the guy that owns the studio, I pulled up to park, and he told me I couldn't park in a certain spot, and I did. (laughs) And then as I got out, he started yelling at me, and I just ignored him. And then he followed me, and at this point, I'm diffusing. And he's following me, and and I'm not fighting back, and then finally we got to outside the studio door, and I don't know what it is, but... He said, fuck you to me. And that's my thing. Once you say fuck you. And so there was an in-house security camera that cut to later. There, there was evidence. There, there was a whole thing uh, where you could see me attacking him. And from the time he said fuck you, they, they were just laughing at how fast my glasses came off. My drink went down and I threw a swing. They were like, it was all in like half a second. Oh, my God. And now it's all over the place. Like, I just did Adam Carolla's show, and he's like, yeah, I saw that security tape. Are you taking a swing at that guy? I'm like, who the fuck is putting this tape out? Probably the guy. Probably. He's probably a fan. Right, well. You were my favorite part of the Avengers. You really stole that movie. <laughs> the Hulk. I'm saying you're like the, the Hulk. Hulk. Oh, got it. Hulk. I, don't, I, don't watch I'm just I, waiting. I don't watch children's movies. <laughs> That's sweet, though, that you guys all, uh, you know, know. Do you read comic books? I don't read comic books, okay. no. But I like, I like the comic book movies. Are, yeah. are you worried about this? Uh, you have kids? I do. Do you worry about, like, punching someone or being punched and then dying? Because I knew a guy that threw a punch on someone and killed the dude. Just, right. like, on some right. freak accident. Oh, the shit. guy that killed Houdini? <laughs> yeah, right. I, that was David. That knew. He, they were doing a gig together. <laughs> No, that's a big thing. I go to anger management classes, and the, the first thing that she told me is, you have two kids, you can't, you're not allowed to do this because right. of them. And I think about that a but lot you, of times. But you, you completely white out. You t- it right. takes you over. Right. It's like you, you get the shamrock shakes. Fuck and, anger management. Fuck anger management. I hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ, Dom. Sorry, I lost it. No. <laughs> Did you hurt him? Did you hurt him? No, no, no. I got broken up. Two people jumped in. I love that uh, you had the balls to make that move, though, because so many people talk about fighting and they don't do it, but that one instant shows whether or not you really have the balls to do it. Well, it's not yeah. a good judgment thing. It's yes, a real, it is. And I know because I quit drinking like 20 years ago because I was arrested three times for fighting. I put this book out. I wrote this book called Dear Mrs. Fitzsimmons, and I've got the arrest reports in it. And it was, uh, it was always for fighting. And so I thought if I quit drinking, it'll make that go away. It didn't change shit. So why don't you start drinking again? Should I start drinking again? I mean, I'm just curious. Be- you know why? Because people would say you couldn't handle not drinking. First they said you can't handle drinking. Now they'd say, oh, you couldn't. 
You couldn't handle not drinking. That's well, like my father. My father is, is similar. He's quit drinking, and I think he had to convince himself that it was like super badass to stop drinking and will never go back. Right. Because it's like now I feel tough that I don't drink. That's right. right. The truth is, your dad is way worse in bed now that he stopped drinking. <laughs> Do you know what the worst feeling is? Is Mr. Holmes' flaccid <laughs> shaft? And the mother's cheering. She's got on the cheerleading outfit. It's the worst. And he's, <laughs> he's staring at an unopened bottle of Jack Daniels saying, I used to be somebody. Right. It's the worst. <laughs> the worst part is I'm picturing all this. <laughs> and I know how to cast it. I, I, don't, I don't have to be doing it. I'm, I'm like, I'm in their bedroom. Oh, there's the Jack Daniels. Mom is cheering. Pretty limber. Pretty limber. Go away. Go, Irina. Oh, have you ever gotten that? Have you been affected by alcohol to where you couldn't perform? Uh, I haven't had a drink since I was 15, so there was very little performing going on during my drinking. What was your drink when you were 15? Malt liquor. Really? Nice. Anything you gangster rapped about, I drank it. That's how it worked. It was gin and wow. juice, malt liquor, Cisco. That was, I mean, I would just directly apply the lessons of Snoop Dogg into my personal life. Cisco? Didn't he sing the thong song? <laughs> yeah. But you drank I, him? Yeah, I would, well, his cum. I'm sorry, I should specify. <laughs> The show has been, you know, a real landmark for a lot of reasons. So nothing is happening with that case. You, pu- you tried to punch him in, but you failed. No, the case was I was going to no longer be able to use that studio. Ah. And uh, I apologized to him. And so now I can do I'm not above apologizing because <laughs> afterward... <laughs> No, you should go do no, like. I think it's. You, a, I you think should, it's. You should, think you should it, go do like speeches to kids who go right. like kids. I uh, I lost I lost my temper, and uh, I can't record my podcast where I used to. So uh, right, and I'm not drawn on the Friday Night Late Show now, kids. You can lose. Yeah, you can lose it all very quickly, and uh, you know that's why I, I I say smoke a lot of pot. That keeps you really mellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love a little 320. Central time. Uh, you know, uh, David nice. Angelo. That was good. God I thought you meant you celebrated on March 20th. My last fight was with Dice Clay. Is that true? Yeah. You fought the Dice Man? No, no. What happened was, he, you know, he's one of these guys, he always bump people. And I fucking hate that bumping people shit. I hate sure. disrespecting people. You know, it's like... And he was on for about an hour, and he's doing all these dick jokes. I go, Andrew, give these fucking guys a chance to get on. Right? And he comes walking out, and he pushes me, but he had me cornered. He's too big for me. So I walk around the corner, I break a uh, Budweiser bottle, <laughs> and I go, now we're on even terms, motherfucker. And he goes, no, 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 we could talk about this. And I think I called him, you fucking Italian wannabe Fonzie, ex-Fonzie. <laughs> but... That was it. Uh, Holding, so, handshaking a broken bottle, going, you ex-Henry I don't Winkler, know what I was going to do. I don't know what I was going to carve the Z into his chest. I don't know what the fuck. But that was my last fight. It was about three years ago. And he backed away? Well, he, yeah, because he was afraid to get cut. Ah! But just, yeah, but no, I mean, that's what I would do. You break a bottle. I'm like, well, all right, I everybody. Couldn't, I couldn't fight him. He was, too, he was twice as big as me. If, the you know, equalizer. Now that, I, was arre- I was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon freshman year of college. For breaking a bottle? No, these two guys... The same guy keeps cheering when you do something illegal and violent. No, but it it was... There was a woman that had been sexually attacked in the dorm, and I heard about it, and I ran... I was drunk. It was like 3 in the morning, and I ran down Com Ave, and I saw these two guys, and they had said... The sweatshirt said, like, Western State Community College. It was like a specific sweatshirt, and I knew it was the guy, and they're both football players. 
And yeah. so I said, hey, they want to talk to you back at the dorm. And then one of the guys knocked me down. And then they kind of trotted off. Didn't even have the decency to run off. They trotted off. I hate a trot. So I picked up a bottle and I broke it. And Where I chased was this them. bottle? It was a very fine fruit punch. Just, this is before recycling, Pete Holmes. <laughs> and, that uh, was recycling. So you, I, I you get back. Killed someone with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I, you don't know, now you know, David Angelo. <laughs> And so I got to the next, the, they were trying to get into this other dorm where you had to get buzzed in. And I, I, uh, I said, don't buzz them in, call the cops. They called the cops. And they kept trying to sort of leave, but I had the bottle and I held them at bay for like six minutes. <laughs> like and a so, zombie with a torch? You're like, ah, no, right. no. Townspeople showed up, yeah. <laughs> no. And then the girl does not press charges on him because she's a freshman and she didn't want to spend her year dealing with that. So then they pressed charges on me for assault with a deadly weapon. I get thrown out of the dorms. And then uh, I said to the girl, you got to press charges so they'll drop the charges against me. Did you say did. that while holding a Nantucket <laughs> nectar as a shoe? I had her against the wall. And, um, <laughs> I'm so pleased that I remembered a different competing fruit juice company. <laughs> I'm just glowing in that. I love that they were trying to sue you. Like, Your Honor, my, my friend and I were just trying to sexually assault a young lady when this animal approached us with a broken glass bottle. Plus, if you're two football players, shouldn't you just want the world to forget that a five foot eight? 150-pound guy fucking right. held you up. Yeah, but that's bad. Somebody told me a story. Uh, Michael Shea, who's going to do the show, is telling me that when he was in Australia, he saw this really, really muscular guy going around the bar, and there's a guy with his girlfriend, and he was doing this with a lot of guys with their girlfriends, and it'd say hello to the guy while he, like, felt up the girl. You know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. he was so fucking big. And Michael Shea was like, that's when you have to break a bottle. And I was honestly, I just don't think I could ever do that. I think I'd, I'd hit the bottle, it wouldn't break, and I'd be like, ah, there's a, there's a Jewish wedding later. I just want to see what's what. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my girlfriend as much as I do. What are you, creatine? Is this creatine? All right. I was just christening the bar that you were going to rape my girlfriend at. Oh, I thought this was a boat. <laughs> But I'm, I'm assuming that you would black. That would be enough for you to black if somebody did that. Yeah, I just, I, it's usually other people that I get upset about and lose my temper. It's usually not against me, but I have this thing about taking care of other people. Kind of like, like, like Batman. <laughs> Dom, that's what I fucking said before. I was like, you're goddamn Batman. Because really? dri- a woman was getting out of a cab, a pregnant woman, and the cab started driving away before she got out. And he pulled up to the cab and just started punching <laughs> the guy through the window. At LAX. <laughs> You know what and, that? And I, by the way, great. I just say I have exactly <laughs> the same thing. I don't know where it comes from, but I like it, I have like this sense of justice where I will follow. I followed a guy in New York and like filmed him with my phone and went up to his face, like inches from his face, and was like, "I fucking have you. I have you." Like I don't know what I was doing. He he threw something at a gay guy. Whoa. It was like a hate crime. Yeah. But like I do the same thing. It's something something like a switch is flipped. Right. That happened to me once when I people first started this guy. Like bleaching their hair and stuff. There was this gay guy, big gay guy. He wasn't bothering anybody. And this little fucking Weasley fucking rat, like this, <laughs> he's going, hey, faggot, faggot, faggot. And I just fucking infuriated me. And I went and I, and I, I smacked him. I go, how do you like it, huh? How do you think? What the fuck, man? What the fuck? And then a cop's coming. And, I, and remember, you, is Eddie Haskell too old a rest, reference for you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I just, leave it, leave I, it to Beaver. Dennis Haskins? Okay. But I just went, excuse me, officer, this young man was bothering this homosexual. And the, kid, the guy was crying, but he fucking appreciated it. But I, I understand Who, the gay that. guy was crying? Yeah, he was getting smacked by this little fucking worm. 
I had a similar situation that happened about 30 seconds from now that the two motherfuckers that wouldn't stop talking at this show, I would beat the <laughs> shit out of them. Wow. Way to bail me wow. out of a bad story. <laughs> I can't believe... I'm so impressed with how confrontational everybody on the panel is. I, I can't tell... shut the fuck up? <laughs> Come on, Pete. I can't tell Pandora I didn't like a song. <laughs> All right, let's do the speed round. Are you ready to do the speed round? Absolutely. What? Do you want to ask? Oh, I, would you want to ask him about Boston? I mean, you were there oh, during yeah, the attack, we were right? Ask oh yeah, you I, was, about I was in Boston last week, last weekend for that craziness. Yeah, were you at the party on the common? Yeah, I was at the party on the common. I wow. got pictures from it. I, I was tweeting my whole day because basically Thursday night I did a show in Boston, and then afterwards I went to this uh, kind of little club restaurant with my friend. And I'm doing a podcast with him, just like interviewing people, like real Boston people as they're walking by. Yeah. And all of a sudden, people start talking about this MIT cop got shot. And then, like, the trains are shut down. People, then they started telling people to leave the bar. And I'm in the middle of the podcast. And, like, my last podcast, if you listen, it was just like, things are getting weird. Okay, we're just going to wrap it up. Yeah. And then I leave and fucking just hold up in my hotel watching the footage. Wow. And then the next morning, I get up and the streets are shut down. And Boston which is like one of the most vibrant cities, empty, like tumbleweeds. There's nothing going on. There's no restaurants open, yeah. no stores. And so I'm, I'm just walking around, and then you're seeing these Boston guys who are angry in a way only Boston people can get this angry. Boston people are so fucking angry. There's basically, there's, there's full-on rage and sleep, and not much in between <laughs> those two emotions. And so these guys were going on the street going like, uh, they were going, we're going to kick their fucking ass. And I was like, it's, I think it's only one guy left and, and the cops are on it. But they felt like they were going to find the guy yeah. and uh, there was going to be a long beating and a death. Right. And these were people wandering the streets. Like posses. Well, even just a lone orange-faced like uh, not, red-faced Irish guys from Southie, just fucking angry. I'm just I, picturing Bill Burr if he held his breath for a minute. <laughs> right. It was Bill Burr. <laughs> and so I then. That's my Bill Burr. That's his dog, or that's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally, it all ends, and I go to the North End to get some food, and it ends, and this guy, there's a guy walking down the street with a flagpole with a U.S. with the U.S. flag. And people walking behind him like the Pied Piper, and they're chanting, U.S.A., U.S. And I was going like, what the fuck does, what does the U.S.A. have to do with it? Oh I was God. like, I didn't know our country was at war. I thought there was just two assholes who did a fucked up thing. Right. But that's Boston. Is everything is, it's us against them. It's the U.S., it's Boston. Right. And it, and it was like this thing that was resolved. And they drank like fucking lunatics and probably fought each other all night. Yeah, but in that loving, like, I fucking love you, Dad! Right. Punching each other, yeah. breaking faces. Well, a guy at the table next to me at the restaurant goes, I either need to kick somebody's ass or I need somebody to kick my fucking ass. Something. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care which. That is the scariest man I've ever heard right. of. <laughs> and then a guy at his table came to my table and started telling me <laughs> that he knew the bomber. Yeah. That he had drank with this John bomber. John Katz's wife Holy knew him. Shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he was a regular guy. He used to fucking drink beers with this guy in fucking Cambridge. Totally normal guy. Not a fucking Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to fight for the U.S. boxing team in the Olympics. That's what his goal was. Is that right? Yeah. 
Morgan, and I was hope the captain you of his wrestling would have rooted for the other guys. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The guys from Chechnya, it, that supersedes everything. I've got to root for him. Well, that, that's amazing that you were there. And I do love your Boston accent. It was very, very good. Thanks, kid. <laughs> Fucking wicked pisser. I know we got to go. We've run out of time. David, is there a God? There is. Which one? I believe in all of them. <laughs> you know? You're very right. clever for a Mater D. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take some pictures. 99% of the ripping has been clothing-based. <laughs> Morgan... Do you have a lord? Uh, no. No lord? Zero lords? No, I just, I just believe that, uh, you know, everything's terrible. I love that. The sequel to Everything is Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Dom Herrera. It's just that event I, from anyone else's perspective. I believe, Dom Herrera. I, I believe in God, and I believe... The, the all-merciful thing is hard for me to kind of accept because of the way he systematically picked up my mother and sister and all the closest people to me. Thank you, God. <laughs> Very heavy. I feel like... That I fail l- to see the fucking mercy in that. My sister, eight years, she fucking suffered from uh, breast cancer, got better, and then he, he killed her. No, but, but thank you. Yeah, wow. That's heavy. Anyways, great being on your podcast. I hope you have <laughs> I feel like I'm wearing that lead blanket they give you at the dentist when they do x-rays. Tom, do you have a story? Here you go. There you go. You fucking turn to the left. Sorry, to hear, we got to do a real episode and talk about that, like a full episode. Greg, do you still have some sort of faith? What do you mean, still? Didn't like you have I one? Had... Well, Easy. yeah. Don't, don't hit him. No, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, fuck is... you, Greg. <laughs> My mother's a godless whore. What the fuck did... No. <laughs> I uh, I believe in God. I just don't. I I don't believe in any of the gods that are out there. Yeah, some I sort kinda, of new god. Well, I, I, my own god, Jaden Smith. <laughs> Jaden Smith. Right. Can you dance to God? You can now. Well, uh, so I believe that. Um, I think there's something there. I think there's definitely something that uh, that you can get in touch with. And I don't think that he does shit that people think he does. Like. Um, you know, there was that surfer who got her arm bitten off. Yeah. And then she's a born again. They did that film about her, and she said, well, I guess God didn't want me to die that day. And I was like, well, by that logic, he wanted a great white to rip your fucking arm off. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't believe in a God that saves you from sharks and shit like that. Maybe there's a shark God competing with the man God. <laughs> sounds, sounds very plausible. <laughs> well, we got to get out of here. Moshe's got to unload crates of Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Are you going to ask me, though? Yeah, go ahead. It's I, a Weezer album. Oh, Remember, oh. you look like River. <laughs> I just look River's like River's li- homo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know if I believe in God? I'm like a horse counting how many points I give that. <laughs> yes, I do. I do believe in God. And um, I believe that everybody, when they die probably does go to heaven. I don't believe in a God that selects certain people God, to, like to, to move on. I believe that every person will stand in the face of their maker after they die and that God will look down at that person and say, oh, welcome to heaven. Ah! There it is. Nice. We need the keep it crispy. Moshe, say keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. What? You got to say keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Dumb. Keep it what? Rick. <laughs> 
<laughs> Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Oh, crispy. Morgan. Keep it crispy. The one and only David Angelo. Hey, keep it crispy. The crowd. One, two, three. Thank you so much, everybody. That was wonderful. Come say hello if you want a hug or something. I'm not selling anything, but come say hello. Thank you so much for coming. We'll see you later, Austin. Good night. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 